Welcome back to part two of Haunted Ohio. This is Sketchfest. I'm Chelsea, and Jake is also here. But since we had to split this episode into two separate episodes, he's not here to identify himself. So I took the liberty for him. Anyway, let's get back into it, shall we? <laughs> Welcome to part two. All right, so <clears throat> I would like to talk about another place that I have been to that gives me the heber jeebers. So <clears throat> this place is called the Lima Tuberculosis Hospital. Have you guys ever heard of it? No, I have not. So um, there's a place in Ohio called Lima and it's kind of on the border of, um, I don't know where it is, honestly, Indiana. It's is on the it? border of Indiana and Ohio. So no. it's like right there. Um, where we live in Ohio, we're like in Cleveland. So if you go like an hour and a half, uh, west, you can go to like Sandusky, Lima. Well, they don't know where that is probably. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's over there. But like. An hour and a half to the east, you could be in Pennsylvania or New York. So it's kind of cool because, like, we could just do whatever the hell we want. But I'll tell you what. Don't even try to go to the bottom of Ohio. Don't try to go south because it takes you five hours to get from where we're at to the bottom of Ohio. And that's stupid. Why would I do that when I could spend an hour and a half and be in a different state east and west? <laughs> Dare I go south? It takes me five hours to get to fucking what's underneath there? West Virginia? What's underneath Ohio? Is it West Virginia? West Virginia. My mama, take me home. Kentucky. Is it Kentucky? Oh, God. I don't even know where the hell I live. That's goddamn shiny. I live in a state of constant misery. I don't know what you're talking about with Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) Mood. Don't we have like the, like, we don't have like the, we don't have the most depressed people in the States, right? Look, that's not us. That's not us, right? Is it? People, people talk so much shit about Ohio, but I love it here, dog. Did I do too? And honestly. I think it's because I'm delusional. But well, that's fact. That's for another day. We're, we're just that's we're, for future we're fucking. Deal with. That'll be your birthday episode. We're we just weird. Fucking shit all over you for an hour. Wow, <gasps> people are so Period. weird. Yeah. that's a good idea. Oh, all right. Anyway, um, <laughs> so like Ohio is just known for corn, but I'm up here having a good old fucking time. Corn and emo. It's corn. It's a big lump enough. Anyways, so we're going to talk about the Lima Tuberculosis Hospital. So I'm going to read you the like history behind it really quick. And then I'm going to read you what I wrote back in 2014 on my website that no longer exists. But thank you to the Wayback Machine. I can find it again. Um, So you're going to get the history and then you're going to get like a firsthand kind of look at it really quick. So this one, uh, it says the remnants of this abandoned hospital in Ohio are hauntingly beautiful. Sometimes the long forgotten places are the most fascinating places. Hidden behind a small neighborhood in Lima's far west side sits the abandoned Lima Tuberculosis Hospital. It's a structure that nature is steadily reclaiming. The hospital first opened in 1911, and it was one of the first in the state that was dedicated to the treatment of patients diagnosed with tuberculosis. In the 1960s, the hospital changed its name to Ottawa Valley Hospital. The hospital closed in the 1970s and has since been abandoned for more than 40 years. 
Trespassers are prohibited and often arrested. I didn't get arrested, though, so. <laughs> Yeehaw! So, we don't recommend trying to find it for yourself. Instead, view the photos below for an inside look of this fascinating structure. So, then they post a bunch of uh, photos. And while I'm going through here, I just want to see if any of these were posted by my friend, Johnny. Shout out, Johnny. Um, but this place is so cool. So, it says... to. Uh, today, the building is rumored to be haunted by patients who died there. Ghost hunters and other urban explorers claim that the ghosts of patients past wander, uh, wander the halls and hospital grounds at night. Oh, my God. For <laughs> it says for an even closer look of what's left of the hospital, check out the video below. And they posted my friend Johnny's video. Nice. <laughs> and I was here with him the day that he filmed this. So I bet you I'm in this video. That's everything. So that's like the history of this tuberculosis hospital. <laughs> and I'm going to read what I wrote on December 26th of 2014. And I posted a bunch of my own pictures, which is super sick. So yay talent. <laughs> um, should, so I you wrote. Should find, you should get those pictures and so we can post them. I should. I can actually because this is a good photo. Tell me that's not a good photo. Yeah, let me see that. Tell me it's not a good photo. Yeah, I can I can I that can, place is sick I, I need that as a back can I have that in a background? Yeah. Like I need that. Yeah, that's For cool. For sure, doggy. I love shit like that. For sure, dog. All right, so what I wrote, and I posted a bunch of my own uh pictures on here, but Ottawa Valley Hospital, more commonly known as the Lima Tuberculosis Hospital, today stands hidden uh hello, stands hidden behind a wall of trees in local homes. Opened in 1911, only with enough room for 24 patients, was later upgraded to a facility capable of housing 138 patients at a time. Bloody coughs, chronic coughing, fevers, sweating, and extreme weight loss are all signs of the dreaded airborne disease that we all know and hate, tuberculosis, which would land you a room in this historical treatment facility. By 1960, around 5,000 patients had received their treatment here, which, by the way, required three to five years of care. During a five-month span in 1917, the Board of Health recorded 18 deaths due to tuberculosis. 1970 marks the last year the hospital's doors were open. Now, no doors or windows remain. Open to the elements, every wall in the building is chipping paint. The floors are broken and littered, and atop the building, a lonely tree grows on the desolate rooftop. Okay, is she a writer? She's a fucking writer. <laughs> She's a fucking writer. She's an author. Wow, dude. Um, so I posted a bunch of uh, pictures, and then I said, The building remains but a skeleton from the past. No windows and no doors. An old surgical room stands, the emptiest it's ever been. Metal lockers rust to the point that they resemble wood. Wow, she's a writer. Floors collapse and take their memories with them, left to sit in a pile of rubble until the building is demolished. This building is as incredible as you believe it is. The aura makes it such a tough place to leave. Although easy for my group and I to access, I would strongly consider your decision to enter. Since the building is surrounded by a neighborhood and actively swept through, along with trespassing danger, I would also recommend being extremely careful due to the lack of flooring and the dense air that could contain something sickly. We ran into asbestos a lot. 
If you decide to visit, be careful and enjoy your trip. Respect this building so that it can be visited by future explorers. XOXO. So I remember this day so vividly. We pulled up and um, I'm not going to give you guys the... uh, I don't want to give you guys like the lowdown on this, right? Yeah. But there is a website that we... Um, or maybe it was a thread. I don't know. Johnny was always in charge of it. But there's like either a Reddit thread or like this website that we used where other urban explorers would post the exact location of these places. Yeah. So it was easier for us all to find. Interesting. Um, But I can't even remember how we got there. We just got there and we parked on this road and it was like a cul-de-sac kind of. So it was kind of scary. Um, But we walked up and we're walking through trees like through a little forest type deal and we get to this hospital and just looking at it you were like oh shit yeah you were like oh it's a big you're ass like, building you're, you're like, like ooh, i i think what i hated the most was, was it, that it was tucked in the woods what's it look like so let me see if i can find it's a like photo. a you said it's like brick building right yeah it's a big brick building um but that's what it looks like or looked like. Yeah, that's yeah. No, I that's, don't know if this building still exists. To be honest, that's so creepy. Um, yeah. So this was posted in 2016. Well, my photo and my thing that I wrote was posted in 2014. But this thing that I read in the beginning was posted in 2016. And honestly, I don't know if this building still exists or not. I'm surprised like they don't like just reuse those buildings. Like why do they? You know why do they just like why do they just close them down all of a sudden? Couldn't just, tell that's you. it. But. It was just like coming through the woods, coming through the woods. You just see it like staring at you. And it was just like so daunting. You're like, holy shit. That yeah. is You're like, that's yes, one hell fucking... of a building. <laughs> and um, yeah, so like we got in, we went through like the back, through the back. There was like this big like opening or whatever. And I'll post the pictures or whatever of it. But the entire first floor, the entire like floor was gone like the the floor had collapsed so at this point when we got in we're like oh damn (laughs) how much ground are we gonna cover here if there (laughs) is no ground (laughs) so it was a little daunting for sure like it was falling into like the basement or like yeah like it crumbled like when i tell you it crumbled it crumbled um so we got in and we're like exploring and there was like so much graffiti and all this shit there was a morgue-esque place so i wouldn't say it's a a morgue but it was like a holding room for sure Mm. you could probably you could probably put some bodies in there but it was just like it was so surreal it didn't even look like a hospital anymore it just looked like the back rooms basically yeah yeah it looked like the back rooms there's nothing more creepy than, like, just, like, empty rooms and then, like, you know, abandoned, like, like a building just out of nowhere, just just chilling in the forest, just literally just empty. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, the entire place just It's just so, like, crumbled. Not, you know, it's just so not normal. It just crumbled, dog. Like, fell into a pile of itself. But it was just, like... It literally felt like I was in the back rooms. It felt like I was in a nightmare. Like, that place gave me nightmare vibes. I would imagine, yeah. But, like, it was really cool, and I'm glad that I visited there. 
but it's just one of those places that just makes your fucking tummy hurt. I wish I've gone to more, uh, more like haunted places. Um. Well, there's always more. That's true. Oh, so that house that I was talking about earlier, that Georgia house, this is what it looked like from the road. Oh yeah, that's that's really cool. That's spooky dooky, but it was really cool. Um, but yeah. So, oh wait, no, that wasn't even it. Hold on. I don't. Was it? It might have been. Yeah, it was. Never mind. But yeah, so that was my experience with the Lima Tuberculosis Hospital. I don't know if it still exists or not, um, because I can't tell you the last time I went to Lima. Actually, yeah, I can. It was that time. That was the last time I was in Lima. I was going to that fucking hospital. <laughs> um, there's a lot of spooky places, though. Have you ever been to Gary, Indiana? No. That place is spooky, too. What's in there? Spooky doogie. Um, Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana is literally just, like, all abandoned, pretty much. Hmm. Like, it's just a piece of shit there. But they <laughs> have this really cool church, and it's, like, a big evangelical church. And... That was all abandoned, and, like, the fucking ceiling was missing, but, like, all the stained glass windows were still there. Yeah, that's sweet. And, bro, it was just weird, man. Like, that place is fucking weird. Abandoned Um, churches. Abandoned churches just, they they hit different. Yeah. And I can't explain (laughs) it. Um, One of my friends actually bought an abandoned church and turned it into a house. That's it. I want to do that so bad, but, alas, (laughs) I am poor. (laughs) I'm fucking poor. Um, there's this place called the Knox County uh, Infirmary or the Poor House that I've also been to, which we could probably talk about in another episode, but that place was an asylum as well. And Hmm. it was spooky. Like, here's that entire building. Whoa. There's, yeah. There's there's no floor. Wow. We were like hanging onto beams, like getting across Wow, that's crazy. It's literally not just not even connected. It's It's like it's like a piece of fucking building just not there anymore. Yeah, and then like you go into like certain rooms and you see shit like this. Yo, that's wild. Yeah. The place is spooky for sure. We are gonna wrap this episode up with one more uh quite prominent haunted place in Ohio. Ohio's pretty fucking haunted. Yeah. And I'm going to just keep that so fucking for real with you guys. Um, So we're going to talk about one of the most like infamous haunted places in Ohio. And that is none other than the Mansfield Reformatory. In Mansfield. I feel like you literally can't be from Ohio and not know about that place, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't think Like, I may not know like about it in depth, but I know about it, you know? Like, I think your Ohio card should get revoked if you haven't even like yeah Shawshank. straight to indiana <laughs> to you straight to indiana <laughs> no pennsylvania like i honestly i think that's worse than indiana look <laughs> i've been to some sketchy places in pennsylvania too i've been to sketchy places all over the world though well not world but the united states at least i don't even have a passport at this point i think my dad pawned it off but I do digress. And that's on drug money. And, well, he wasn't into drugs. He was just a criminal. That's on laundering. And that's on something. It's I don't know something. exactly what it was, but he is a hard-armed criminal. We're just going to cut the dad bit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad's going to be on the podcast, so it really doesn't matter. Word. Um, he's going to talk about his crimes, which would be sick. Yo. Ow. Um, so anyways, yes, I think we all kind of agree that if you are from Ohio and you don't know what the reformatory is, you're weird. 
Um, but that doesn't mean that you're weird if you haven't been there because I haven't been there either. And that is mostly because I'm busy and I'm poor. So yeah, me too. You know, yeah, I like to go free places. And like, I think you have to pay for the reformatory, which I'll do at some point. But, uh, you know, just. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Mansfield Prison, which is also known as the Ohio State Reformatory, is believed to be one of the most haunted prisons in the entire United States. There are countless tales of strange occurrences that are believed to be the work of res- uh, hello, uh, the work of restless spirits of both former inmates and prison guards alike. The walls of this prison have seen some terrible things, and it is no surprise that they have left a permanent mark in the form of paranormal disturbances. So, a little bit on the history. Hello. Ohio State Reformatory was designed in 1886 by architect Levi T. Scott, who took his inspiration from German castles. It was hoped that the surroundings would prove to be spiritually uplifting for inmates, The first 150 inmates were moved in in September of 1896, although the prison was not uh, not completed until 1919. At that time, the facility had the largest self-supporting steel cell block in the entire world with a total of 600 cells stacked six story high. That's pretty crazy. That's a lot of shit. Yeah. Dude, it's being... Because I've been there. It's like really high up like looking down you kind of get that sinking feeling in your stomach like right like you floor. realize how small you are oh yeah you're it's, just like it's, oh it's, shit it's, if you're claustrophobic it is not the place you want to visit i want to go there so maybe we'll do um we'll I'd do a little maybe we'll do a little bit a of little uh exploration a little field trip if you will so the initial plan was that the prison would house young males serving time for their first offense It was hoped that by enhancing their spirituality and teaching them useful life skills that they would be reformed. Hence the reformatory. Mm. However, with a growing demand for prison space, it was not long before hardened criminals began being incarcerated at Mansfield Prison as well. Soon it was overcrowded with cells designed for one man, now housing three. So could you imagine being in prison and sharing a room with three criminals? Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. 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 Fuck I'm that. I'm cool. I am so <laughs> cool on that. I am so cool on that. I barely like, uh, you know, being anywhere with more than three people. Imagine we have sharing, three people right here. Imagine and sharing a couch with three people. Um, Imagine getting beat up. <laughs> like right now. Like yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. 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 You know that fucking that kid that yeah. crackhead kid Basket- gets the basketball, basketball to the forehead. Yeah. Dude, that's me. He like, definitely like he gained some. Well, no, he lost a lot of brain cells during that. That kid's gonna get it. I hope he. I okay. Let me rephrase. I hope that kid stays away from drugs in his teen years. <laughs> well, he's got to be a teen now, because that was forever ago. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so the focus moved away from the reform. Uh, and more towards punishment. Some of those punishments were barbaric and included water hoses, a sweat box reserved for non-white inmates, electro-torture known as the butterfly, and perhaps worst of all, the hole. The hole was a small, bare, solitary confinement cell where many a prisoner were... 
were sent and went insane. Does it say what the dimensions are of it? No. I wonder how big those solitary confinement I wonder. But, um, yeah, so they were sent there and went insane. Torture wasn't the only trial that inmates faced. They were also subjected to extreme violence uh, from other inmates and even the staff. The food was horrific. There was a poor sanitation and rat infestations in every wing. If prisoners were not murdered, then they would likely take their own lives or die of infectious diseases. Delicious. In 1978, the Council for Human Dignity filed a lawsuit claiming that conditions in the prison were both brutal and inhumane. A federal court made it the decision uh, to close the prison by 1986, although this was extended to 1990 due to construction delays with the new Mansfield Correctional Institute that was built to house said inmates. So today, the Mansfield prison today... Um, In 1995, the Mansfield Reformatory Preservation Society, or MRPS, was established with uh, with the goal of restoring the building to its former glory. There is now a museum set up within the prison, and regular tours of the property are offered. It has also become a very popular location for movie producers. One of the most notable films uh, was The Shawshank Redemption. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Period. neat. Period. As these tours became more regular, rumors started to circulate that the prison was haunted by former inmates who were still trapped in their cells for all of eternity. There were also reports of dead prison guards returning to the prison. The reports of strange activity were so frequent that MRPS now offers regular ghost tours and the prison has become a popular location for paranormal investigators from all over the world. Facts. Mm. Kiss my ass, ghosts. (laughs) so the ghosts of mansfield prison the whole of mansfield prison is teeming with paranormal activity of all kinds but there are a number of hot spots throughout the building which seem to be more active than some of the other areas so it says let's explore these areas and some of the activity that is commonly reported there first place we're going to explore is the chapel have you been to the chapel dude that was arguably like the second worst part that I was at when I was there. But yes, it is beautiful in there, despite the fact that it's, you know, shown its age and, you know, everything else. But it's beautiful, but you don't want to be in that room long. And why is that? You just feel, you feel that shit in the air. Oof. Like it's uncomfortable so i've heard of like people like going on the tours and stuff and like some people like feeling feeling like an arm like touching them and stuff from behind and stuff like while they're walking through like the the cells and stuff like that like like that's pretty crazy it doesn't fucking shock me it doesn't shock me either so let's read about the chapel really quick and then we can see if it maybe resonates with you a little bit oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah So, the chapel. According to reports, the chapel is one of the most active areas in Mansfield Prison in terms of paranormal activity. It is often thought to be the central point of the hauntings. So, central point. Brain. There could be a very good reason why. Uh, You see, before being converted into a chapel, this area was actually where prisoners were executed. 
with an explanation point. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. That, so, that checks out. That fucking checks out. It makes sense why it's so hot on you. So they were like, you know what? Let's stop killing people right here. Let's make it a church. Yeah, that'll just it like, seems like that'll, a great place. that'll erase the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll buff out. It'll yeah, it'll, it'll cancel buff, out. Buff out. <laughs> Should'll buff out. It'll be all right. Uh, so it is very common for visitors to capture strange light anomalies in photographs taken here, and there have been lots of unexplained noises in the room. In most reports, spirits are seen lingering in doorways from the corner of your eye, but will vanish if you turn to look at them directly. Some visitors have recently reported being grabbed by the spirits, but this is not a very common occurrence. Hmm. Hmm. I had a good shoulder touching before, but that wasn't in the chapel. Ooh. It was in a shower. Ooh. And a cell. Ooh. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Okay, so the next place is the infirmary. Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, that's hell no hotel dog. <laughs> so little little fun story about me is that uh, we got to play the Incarceration Music Festival there in 2021. He's a musician. And 2022. So if you heard our new intro song, that was him. <gasps> that was a shout out, my, my boy. You're welcome. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got to play that festival and as part of... You know, being an artist on that festival, I was given a free all ac- well, quote all access tour of the the prison, and my dumbass thought it would be a good idea to take a page of the Book of Daniel out of this Bible that was just in the infirmary, and uh, <laughs> mm. that was some bad juju for one. That's a separate story for a separate day. But the like I said, the chapel being in the chapel was just uncomfortable. But being in the infirmary was. Can like, I say I, something really quick? Yeah. <coughs> Alright, that one was like a, that was an eight. Three. Oh, that was a big gap. Anyways, go on. I mean, it was better than the other two, but Thank uh, you. I think the other one. Curtsy. <laughs> no, it's be, subjective. Being in that infirmary, like just thinking about it, still gives me like goosebumps and shit. But you can just feel. In certain corners, like you know, someone died right there. Like that's the feeling I want. I want to find that feeling. <gasps> it's it's not a very. <laughs> Are you longing feeling. to be touched by a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Some people are just longing to be touched. This man's extra. Well, I think that's the both of you, but I do digress. Fair. Virgins. <laughs> what Fucking the virgin. fuck? Listen, saving it for Jesus, okay? But uh, speaking of Jesus and dead people. <laughs> I want the ghost to touch me. The Holy no, Ghost. Being in the infirmary, though, like, there's certain areas of it where you're like, all right, this is cool, like, getting to see it. But then there's just those areas, and you are just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you feel. I felt like anger and hatred and frustration and like regret like all those mutual feelings of like turmoil they all boiled down i felt physically sick ironically being in the infirmary i felt physically sick being there versus the chapel like the chapel just gave me the creeps but the infirmary just did not fucking sit with me you know what you do you want to hear why that you felt ill there I would love to know because okay, there's probably some legit As soon shit. as you said that you felt ill, I was like, oh, yeah, this is fucking real. So the infirmary, uh, as you might expect, a large number of inmates passed away in the prison infirmary over the years. 
Some would have died from illness and disease, but others from injuries sustained during torture or thanks to beating guards um, or fellow inmates. <clears throat> there are claims that it was very common for patients in the infirmary to go for days without any care from medical staff. Most were, most were neglected. So you were neglected. Most were neglected and many starved to death because they were too weak to fight off other patients stealing their food when there was no supervision from staff. It is not at all surprising that there are lots of reports of paranormal activity here. Most commonly, ex uh, ex hello, most commonly unexplained gusts of wind and disembodied moaning. So that checks out like you're not feeling well because like. There was a lot of illness and disease in there, and how many people died? In just that being prison? weak, huh? Do you know how many people died in that prison? I'm sure at some point there's a couple in, in hundred here, for sure. Yeah, I'm hundred? sure in here it'll say. Like I, that's probably a very, very like underwhelming number. Like probably thousands. There's been a lot of people there, but um, I think it held like fifteen hundred to two thousand people, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to look that up because I feel like I knew that and I feel like I was told that when I took well, the Well, when tour. you think about it, there's there were 600 cells and... Three people per cell. Three That's about 1,800. But that's at uh, one time. 2,523 was the capacity uh, in the institution. Over, okay. It wasn't as much as I thought. It was. It says like over 200 people. At a time? I think just total, including two guards. Oh, that were, died. Yeah, including okay. two guards. Were I thought it would have been during... way more. Get, well, so yeah, we that's were, what I was thinking. I yeah. feel like we were talking about two different things for a second. So now it makes sense. So yeah. we were talking about like how many people were there, and then we got now yeah. how many people died. Yeah. So, so now it all makes sense. So it's two hundred and including two guards who were killed during an escape attempt. <gasps> Ooh. That must have been a fucking solid escape attempt if two guards got killed. Shit. I guess. I mean. <clears throat> I mean, Andy so, Dufresne didn't kill anybody. He just got away. <laughs> Good. Um, so what about the library? Have you been in the library? The library was cool, but... How big is this place? Dude, it's it's massive. Like, you standing at, like, the top wing and just, like, looking down to the ground, like, you feel your height. Like, you... If you are, like, sensitive to heights, like... I wouldn't say I'm sensitive to heights, but, like, I know when I'm not comfortable looking down at the fucking ground, like, you are up uh, <coughs> Oh, God, hmm. sorry. That was an attempt. I'll give it a six. Thank you. Um, no, you feel your height up there, but then, like, the, like, the cells are super claustrophobic. And, again, you have three people in those cells at some point. That's so and the hallways, or, like, just, like, the walkways are super claustrophobic. It's just, it's really tight. You're really high up. And then, you know. I heard, like, one of the best places to walk through is, like, the like the big jailhouse, whatever, with all the cells where you, like, walk through the entire, like, hallway or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can even see, like, the warden's office and everything mm -hmm. on that tour. Um, you get a really good scope of the, the prison on that tour. But they obviously don't take you through the entire prison because that would be... That would be a, a whole uh, a whole event because it's fucking huge. So the library, um, the library is also said to be haunted, but not by a former inmate. 
Visiting psychics have suggested that the spirit here is actually a young woman by the name of Helen. Records suggest that this could be the ghost of a former prison nurse who was murdered by inmates many years ago. Wholesome. She was probably a wholesome girl, but the murder, not so much. Obviously. (laughs) I didn't think I would have to explain that, but wholesome Helen. We don't condone murder here. We do not condone murder on Sketchfest. No. We do, however, condone sketchy shit. I, you know, if you're going to commit a crime, make it cool. Yeah. Just not, and, just and, not murder. And tell, and tell us about it, but like not make us part of it. Yeah. Like I don't want to be associated, but I do want to read about it. Um, and I don't want to read about your murders. So don't send those in, please. However, <laughs> if you're stealing from Walmart, I want to hear about it. <laughs> Fuck Walmart, right? Am I right? They got so much goddamn money. Fuck you. Period. Anyway. Also, if you got that much money, why the fuck am I scanning my own groceries? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Helen. Helen. So now what about the basement? You've been in the basement. That I haven't. Okay. So the basement of the prison is said to be home to one particular spirit a 14-year-old boy who was allegedly beaten to death down there. He is seen lingering in the shadows of the basement with some frequency. On some occasions, there have also been reports of a guard in the basement too, and he is said to give off very sinister vibes, suggesting that he is one of the many malevolent ghosts that are said to haunt Mansfield Prison. Why is there a 14, 13-year-old I do want to know that. Why is there a 14-year-old in the basement that got beaten to death? Yeah, like what the... Where did he come from? Why is a kid there? Why is he there? What did he do? Is he in? Or like... Was he booked? Yeah. I I need more context. So, with that being said, the (laughs) hole. That dude's like, what's up? I run eighth grade. Yeah, he's like, I'm the biggest, baddest bitch in eighth grade. Um, Have you been in the hole? Not been in the hole. Okay. So, let's talk about the hole real quick, huh? So, the hole is located in the basement of Mansfield... Shut up. (laughs) The hole hole. is located directly directly between his ass cheeks. Um, Good God. Fucking... Anyways. So, the hole is located in the basement of the Mansfield prison, and it was considered to be the ultimate punishment for disobedient inmates. The small cells in the hole were completely barren and were infested with rats and cockroaches. Probably no light down there either. I would assume. Because I feel like, y'all ever heard of the Russian sleep, uh, sleep experiment? Yeah. It's a- That's what I imagine that would be like. Like, they just turn the lights off and they're just like, well. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. When placed in the hole, prisoners were cut off from others and deprived of light. Yep. Yep. Bingo. I was going to say, yeah, that's that's probably the, the big psychological killer right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not having any light. So this often led, hello, Gus, can you please not? Can you blow out that candle real quick, please? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Because I just don't trust Gus around a goddamn candle. Anyway, so um, they're deprived of light. This often led to them being driven mad. Many of the inmates put here ended up taking their own lives. There are 20 tiny cells in the hole, and it is considered to be one of the most creepy areas of the entire prison. Those who have ventured down here have described 
many negative experiences, including sudden bouts of nausea, chills, and general uneasiness, like they are being watched from the shadows. Others have heard deranged babbling, disembodied moans, and other unpleasant sounds. This section is not for the faint of heart, and that is for sure. So you ain't been to the goddamn hole? I've not been to the hole, no. Virgin. Listen, <laughs> save me for Jesus. They don't even know where the hole is. No, that's the clitoris. Period. Period. I'm just speaking on behalf of most of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Is that the thing you hit like a scratch off or an Xbox controller? What? 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 <laughs> um. Anyways, so <laughs> let's maybe just, you know, let's maybe not uh, tell the folks how fucking lonely you are. Anyways, let's go about time. <laughs> Ain't clitoris that big red dawn? It is. <laughs> it is. See, now you're getting it. Yeah. Now you're getting it. There's a lot of pop-ups going on on this fucking laptop. All right, so let's talk about other paranormal activity. So, although those areas mentioned are considered to be among the most haunted spots in Mansfield Prison, there is activity throughout the building and the grounds. There have been reports of things moving in the graveyard and the West Attic has sent even the most hardened of paranormal investigators running. Fucking Zach Bagans. I want to know what that man runs like. I just, I feel like it can't be too cool. I mean, I'm kind of surprised he would run when like he wanted, Bolt? like, his like you said. ass eaten by a ghost. <laughs> Eat my ass, ghost. Oh, shit. He's doing it. That's I don't think it was him that said that, though. I think it was Aaron. Me never watching this, happened, and I just know there. That's so funny. No, like, dead ass. Like, it happened. I'm going to look that it. up later. I'm going to look Google it up right now. Eat my ass, ghost. Eat my ass, ghost. And, like, he said something about, like, what's up, uh, what's up, ghost? It's me, your boy. Oh, yeah, it's me, your boy. <laughs> Go back to jail. Me casually talking to my friends in the group chat. <laughs> he told me to die, and I told him to go back to jail. You know who I'm talking about. I'm still surprised that there, like, really wasn't that many deaths as I thought there was going to be. Yeah. I thought there would be more than 200. Well, I guess, like, no matter how many deaths there are, if they're terrible fucking human beings to begin with, I would only assume that their ghosts would be equally as fucking awful. Yeah. I feel like the more pissed off you are in life, and especially being in jail, you're probably really pissed off. Uh, your ghost is probably not the happiest and the friendliest of feathers. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. I would agree. Oh, uh, uh, the cell block was haunted. <laughs> sorry. The cell block was haunted even before the prison closed, and many of the inmates said a lady would come and tuck in their blankets at night. <gasps> was it Helen? Wholesome Helen. Wholesome Helen. Wholesome Helen. Um, could this be the nurse from the library? It is, I think. There's rarely a tour that passes without reports of shadow people, disembodied voices, phantom footsteps, and other strange sounds like cell doors clanging shut. The administration wing is also apparently a hotspot and it is haunted by two very important figures in the history of Mansfield Prison. Arthur Glack, Glack? I don't know how to say that. 
uh, was named superintendent in 1935, and he got to work straight away on improving the miserable conditions in the prison as best he could. Although there was nothing that could be done about the overcrowding. He lived in the administration wing with his wife, Helen. Is it Wholesome Helen? <gasps> I would assume so. I hope so. In 1950, Helen was looking for something in a closet when she accidentally knocked a gun off the shelf. It went off and shot her in the chest. Uh, um, that took quite the turn. I was not expecting for Helen's untimely death. She battled for three days, but eventually succumbed to the injury after contracting pneumonia. Damn. Glat, glacked, glacked, glack, however the fuck you say his name. G L A. T-T-K-E. Him. Uh, (laughs) Continued at the prison working to block out the heartache, but he eventually passed away in February of 1959 after suffering a massive heart attack in his office. The couple is both said to haunt the administration wing, although Mm. they are said to be friendly. Okay. So go off, queen and king. Um, Friendly ghosts. I don't think I have enough back uh, story or like context on him to know if he's a king or not. But Miss Helen, I go hard for her. <laughs> we got a lot of we got a lot of wholesome we, Helen. We stand Helen. At we stand a Helen at Sketchfest. We do. Just not Karen's. Just not Karen's. Sorry, Karen. Um. So as you can see, the Mansfield prison has more than its fair share of ghosts roaming the place. There is a mixture of friendly and malevolent spirits, so it is important to remain alert if you do choose to visit. So do you have anything to add to the Mansfield Reformatory? Yeah, um, I think everybody should go if you know you have the opportunity. It's You kind of feel this dichotomy of like beauty for the fact that you are in a very historic place and... You know, I appreciate Shawshank. It's one of my favorite movies. So you kind of feel that connection to being in a place you've seen just completely cinematized. Cinematized, is that a word? I don't fucking I think know. so. We're, we're I think this sounds that. right. Cinematized. But it could be. Cinematic. You, you just feel everything in that place in some capacity. And I'm very, like... I'm skeptical of, you know, do I believe in this stuff, you know? But you can't deny when you just instantly fucking feel sick at certain points in any given room. And then it goes away like nothing happened. Yeah, that really makes me want to go. Yeah, I want to go now. Everybody should go. And I think, honestly, getting to play the festivals was amazing. And that was a humbling experience in itself. But Yeah, that sounds sick. Getting to, the, I think, the best part about me playing those festivals was just getting an access pass to that prison and just being able to just take my time and really kind of feel everything. It just made the experience that much more. Yeah. I would imagine like connected in a way. Like it just made it so much more real. Yeah. Like you're standing, you know, right in the front. You're like, Oh, this is where they brought him in. You know, this, this is where that scene was. And then they actually do, if you are a Shawshank fan, they do have, like, the tunnel that Andy's crawling out of at the end of the movie. It's literally, like, an eight-foot tunnel that they just kept pulling the camera back and recreating that same scene so many times. So it makes the, you know, it gives the effect that he crawled through, like, miles of tunnel. In reality, Tim Robbins was just 
crawling through an eight foot cone over and over and over and over again for different scenes. <laughs> but in the they, same period. They have they have some of the props there and they have some cutouts like, you know, Bugs was here, Red was here and all that. But then when you strip away that and you start to feel some fucked up shit going on, it just it just connects the whole experience. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot different like hearing about it versus being there. Like yeah. if you hear about something you're like, "Oh, all right, well, cool, it's spooky, whatever." But like being there, like you actually get that like feeling of like Ugh! I cannot accurately like I can tell people, like, oh, I just got sick to my stomach. Like, I don't know how to describe it other than, like, again, those emotions. Like, I felt, like, hatred and anger and, like, the foulest of emotions just settle in my stomach. Like, it was... I'm sure it's just projection from these uh, spirits, it, it, you know? Because, like, if I was in jail, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's just on period. Like, I'd be pissed the fuck off. I mean, then, like, it is a prison, so, like, like murderers, you know? That, other you kinds got, of I feel like you there, kind man. of feel agony, too, you know? Maybe you're feeling, yeah. like, the agony, like, the victim of that person and whatnot. Like, it's just... It's a very tough experience, like, in the infirmary, you know? Like, the air in the infirmary. It's just very, like, it was very thin for me. I feel like it was probably stale, too. It Yeah, it didn't taste very good. Just my best advice my best advice is if you visit just anywhere anywhere in uh the mansfield prison don't take uh any don't take anything with you and don't take a page out of the bible that you find in the infirmary because uh the more you fuck around the more you'll find out yeah, and that's actually um, that's, that's on like science. Dan, that's like on Dan facts. Like, that is science. Don't steal a page of the Book of Daniel out of the Bible, even if your name is Dan. Even if your name is Dan, don't fucking do it. I feel like it doubles down. Yeah, it, it's like just bad. It's it's like damn it, Dan. That's the double down is damn it, Dan. <laughs> well, I want to um, really quick just stress kind of what you were just saying. Um, one thing I do want to make abundantly clear when it comes to visiting abandoned buildings or like buildings that have troubled pasts, don't ever take anything from there because you are going to be openly inviting anything that was within that area into your home, which is supposed to be your safe space. Um, and also it ruins the fun for future explorers if you take things I mean, granted, I have I have found some pretty cool shit in abandoned buildings, but like leave them there because you're ruining the experience for everyone else. You are making your life harder by inviting unwanted guests in your home. Um, and it's just not fucking cool. Like it takes away from the history, the experience, the aura, like a lot of it, really. it's just like I mean. it's fucked. So if you are going to visit abandoned buildings, respect it. Mic drop. Don't touch the lamp. Don't touch the lamp. <laughs> Fucking don't lick windows. Too late. <laughs> That's how you got the tism. <laughs> the vaccine was just the recharge. He got it was a software update. He got a touch of the tism. But granted, I think I do too. So yeah, I, I, feel mean, like I, I think all of us. Should we take the RADS test together? We should. I think okay. we should. That should be another episode because that takes a while. There's a lot of questions on there. <gasps> you need to take it with us too so we can actually make sure if you have it. Oh, no. Like I'm, I have the I papers. don't know. I want to see it. I want to see the test. The uh, test results matter. He has the papers though. I the test results it. matter. Shut up. I have test. like a whole I want to see what the RADS test says. The RADS test. Yes. 
I got it all, bro. I'll bring them. We can just have an episode about like my. Uh, We're gonna take the rads test together. My brain. We'll see how much of the tism you got. Oh, I, it'll I, give I, you. A, it'll give you. A I level. have like a very like a. It'll give you a percentage. Tasteful seasoning of. Got a of little it. Asperger's in there. Got a little bit of Something. the burger ass. A little. Just I a cook little burgers season. on the stove, not my ass. Okay. Well, oh, that makes one of us. Um, so with that being said, does anyone have anything that they want to say about what we've talked about today? Any additional feelings, comments, concerns, questions? I mean, I have a lot of concerns, but I'll have to find those out by going to the prison. By fucking, uh, uh fucking around? Yeah. I'm going to go, gonna go and fuck and around and find out. And find Period. Out. Uh, we have to go together though. Okay. Yeah. So if you go, I'm going to be pissed off if I don't go. Okay. So we'll just keep that in mind. Jot that down. Write that down. Jot that down. Jot that down. Um, any hoosers. Well, with that being said, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. But like, if you don't, I don't care. Because my therapist told me I'm not allowed to stop doing the podcast. She said it's healthy for me. So whether you're involved or not, nah, that's just a bonus. <laughs> so honored. <laughs> We're just both held at gunpoint. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably a good thing we don't have cameras because they would be very upset with me. Um, <laughs> it's unplugged. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> she, oh. she thought about well, it. Well, first of all, it's unplugged because you told me to plug in the um, extension cord. So <laughs> that was fair. your fault. I'm trying to record a podcast here. Well... Me too. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make sacrifices Amazing. sometimes, you know. Yeah, so sacrifice your safety is sacrifice right now. That's fine. Um, anywho, they sacrificed on the fucking way here. That is true. Oh, for um, I don't think we mentioned it at fucking all, but uh, we're going through like a really rough uh weather condition here. Right it's now, a, it is it's, currently it's negative blizzarding. two. It's negative two degrees in Ohio, well, at least in our area. And if you are not it's like aware, negative, like twelve, like wind chill or something. Well, if you are not aware, that is um, 34 degrees below freezing. So, jot that down. <laughs> a lot of snow. A lot of snow. There's a lot of snow going on, which is actually quite um, interesting because this is probably one of the first like white Christmases we'll have in a while. Or we've had in many a year. Yeah. I can't remember the last time. Yeah. I think last year, maybe. No. Last year was not. It was 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 gross. It was January 17th. And I remember that because. Because he's autistic. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Fuck. Sorry. Ouch. Ouch. We love each other here. We make fun of each other. I look like (laughs) a bird. So jot that down. (laughs) I have a very large forehead. Save the sloth with orange hair. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Gosh, my bridegroom. <laughs> my acorns. <laughs> Are they acorns? I don't know. So, um, yeah, it's really cold here. It's really miserable, but we're just trucking along. And thankfully, Dan made his happy way out here. Because uh, he lives, what, about an hour away? It's because we live in Ohio. Change. We're crazy. We'll drive through anything, basically. Yeah, I feel I like... I committed, man. I know, was fucking... I was like, yeah, I'll see you guys Friday. And I was slipping I was and sliding like, on the way here. I was, I was like, well, if I die, it's for noble purposes. Yeah. I mean, for art. I was like, eh, no. okay, yeah, like... It's art, babe. You gotta um, do it. Being born and raised in Ohio, you're you're built different. You're you are. built for tough. 
even though Fords suck. But like, I we made got... out of corn and heroin. That's what I made out of. Oh my god! What? <laughs> what? It's Ohio. Do you not want me to stay? It's the not facts? you though. I guess. Oh, I'm not it's made not out of heroin, you. but Ohio is made out of corn it and is. heroin. It truly and is. And Grandpa's Cheese Barn. R.I.P. <gasps> Grandpa. Yeah, he just died. Him and his lady. I heard about that. I've never, oh, I've never actually gone there. Rooney Pizza. Um, Grandpa's heard... Cheese Barn. We stand. We stand at Grandpa's Cheese Barn. And we board. stand the Hell is Real sign in Ashland, Ohio. Uh, yeah. And that's on period. And that's on period. So, Gosh, um, it's hilarious. Yeah. So with that being said, we're going to wrap it up because we've been, we've been chit-chatting for a while. Oh, yeah. We could have going. We could have <laughs> made a whole other episode within this. I think this is a two-parter. It, well... Yep. We'll see. We'll see how long it ends up being. It's like an hour. Uh, and, we're over an hour and 45 minutes. Well, first of all, mind your business. That's fine. This is my business. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like, I was literally <laughs> hired for this. Um, anyway, so let's go ahead and wrap it up. So before we go, um, we're going to link in the, you know, in the description below all of our, uh, you know, Internet handles, I guess. Sources. Our Internet handles, our sources. So Social media, all that. Yeah. So before, you know, you go, go ahead and follow us on all of our uh, our Instagrams and shit. I would tell you what Jake's is, but I don't fucking know how to say it. But mine is trash underscore cat. Um, yours is DJ. My last name, DJ Pavlonis. DJ Pavlonis. Um, yeah, I bet you didn't know how to fucking say that. I didn't, I and I was actually waiting for you to say it. So. Yeah, because you didn't want to admit. I don't want to say mine. Well, I, it it's not way. that I didn't want to admit it. It's that I didn't didn't really give that much of a shit. Oh. <laughs> just, you're just Dan. I, you're just dirty Dan. That's fine. Um, So mine's really easy to say. It's just, mine is, it's just four letters. Mine is hard to say, but I know how to say right. it. But, uh, uh, it is Experivitz. It is Experivitz? E-X-S-P-I-I-R-A-V-I-I-T. We should probably change that to something more accessible. What? <laughs> That's kidding. not personal. Sorry, I'm just like bullying and I can't help it. It's not personal. Um, I'm so sorry. intervention. <gasps> so go ahead and follow us on all of our social media accounts. Um, but specifically follow us on Instagram at Sketchfest Podcast. You can also follow us on TikTok and uh, what else do we have? Facebook, which is just Facebook, Sketchfest yes. Podcast. You can follow us on YouTube at Sketchfest Podcast. And then all you can also, yeah, pretty much all of it should be just Sketchfest Podcast. Yeah. Um, but if you want your sketchy stories to be read on the podcast, please do us a favor. Write us an email. I don't care how down and dirty it is. I don't care how. It's got a, yeah. It could be literally a novel, and we will read it on the podcast as long as you send it to us via email at sketchfestpodcast at gmail.com. I ask this every time. We just want them to be really fucked up. Yes, I want them to be really <laughs> fucked. So that means you could send us stories about paranormal or sketchy situations that Anything you should not have been in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much if you think it belongs within the Sketchfest bounds, we want to hear it. But make it juicy. Please. <laughs> so yeah, with, with that being said, um, we're going to head out. Yeah, we'll see I you guess, next time. Yep, catch you later. We'll see you <laughs> next time. Follow us on all of our shit. And, uh, yeah. Bye. <laughs>